This week on Media Delta, Street Fighter 2, the animated movie. Yes, the one with the shower scene that caused every other fighting game OVA to have a shower scene. Hello and welcome to another episode of Media Delta. Uh, we have a pretty big one this week. Um, something that uh, I think is probably actually uh, for like the first time in a while, we actually have something uh, that's considered like a really good um, uh, actual video game adaptation. Uh, we are talking this week about Street Fighter 2, the animated movie. Uh, and it's definitely different than the other Street Fighter movie we watched. Yeah, it's, uh, uh, it feels good. Yeah. Um, and also, uh, due to some weird scheduling and other issues, um, please introduce yourself one person who is conversation. Uh, it is I, Torpotypus, the voice of the masses. Yeah, it's going to be a, it's just going to be back and forth between me and Torpo this episode, which I didn't plan on. So I, this is going to be fun. Um, I mean, it was about to happen eventually. Yeah. I mean, I mean we definitely, it was going to happen next nudge, week. Nudge, Cobra, nudge. Yes. Um, so, I, I mean, I, we might as well just get into the meat of it, I guess. Uh, Turbo, what was your what, what was your general impression? And what what kind of things did you want? would you want to bring up? This is a Street Fighter-ass Street Fighter movie. Holy shit. It's everything you could want from Street Fighter, which is uh, stereotypes and people beating the shit out of each other. Like, what more could you ask for, honestly? Yeah, it's like it is like like the Street Fighter movie tried to um uh Street Fighter movies, the Street Fighter like the live action movie um that uh like it tr it theoretically tried to cover some of the lore, but it wasn't quite invited that I mean like Shadowloo and all that cuz you know, like every good fighting game, it has a complete uh, Street Fighter has a convoluted story, and it even had it in like Street Fighter Two, whereas like Street Fighter One was just I don't I don't even know if like they consider Sagat like like a bad like a part of like some criminal thing like he was just a hulking dude, uh, and then boy. Street Fighter Two just made it so that it's like oh it's this Shadowloo thing and uh, Shadow Law. Yeah, the, the dub calls it Shadow Law, but, you know, yeah. The dub was really good. Yeah, the, the dub was pretty good. It actually has some pretty good voice actors uh, in it. Uh, it's also not some really choice lines. Yeah, it did. It did. Uh, also, it, like, uh, um, added in some really good music. Yeah. <laughs> That's another thing that we'll have to talk about. But, yeah. Uh, we... Um, you don't see that, or you don't hear a lot of like the, you know, the common ones, uh, voice actor, especially for the English ones. Uh, it's uh, people who definitely have done voice acting, but it's not something that's like super common voice. It's not like your Wendy, Will Wendy Lee Williams, your, uh, of course, all of them are just flying out of my head. Like, uh, I almost said Spike Spiegel, but that's not Steve Bloom. Uh, you don't hear them. It's. Uh, it's actually kind of interesting. It's, it's nice not to like hear just the same voices. Although the one thing is, I did recognize uh, one guy that uh, uh, appeared in a GoGo Thirteen movie, which at one point we'll have to talk about that. And that's uh, that's yeah. 
I mean, we also recognize Bato's voice. We recognize Steve Bloom. Oh, Steve. Oh, right, Steve Bloom. Of course, I used the one example that was actually in this movie. But wait, was Steve Bloom in this? Pretty sure he was. I don't. I don't see him listed. Fuck. Maybe he wasn't. Shit. Maybe I'm confusing it with something else. I do know there was the dude who voices Bato, though, and he voices uh, Honda. Yes, uh, Patrick Gilbert. Er, listed as Patrick Gilbert, but uh, Richard Epcar is in fact in uh, this movie. Uh, voicing, yes, voicing E Honda. Uh, also, there's a guy, the guy who voices Ken sounds incredibly like um, the guy who voices Proto Man in the Mega Man cartoon. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I forgot what that voice actor's name is. But yeah, uh, it is definitely one that's actually trying to stick to the plot of Street Fighter 2. Uh, specifically Super Street Fighter 2, which I know technically we have not ranked yet, but it's Super Street. It's Street Fighter. It's, you know. It's, it's like Mario on Street Fighter 2. So it, it's, it's, like, it's like Mario. You know where these things come from. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it, yeah, it, it's played in pretty straightforward. Like it's not like trying to poke fun at itself. It's actually the, like it's it's much more of a straight ad- adaptation, which is uh pretty neat actually. Like. The Mortal Kombat one almost kind of felt like it was playing off of itself, but this is actually pretty straightforward. Uh, also, which is the... actually production value in it, too. Yeah, um, the guy who directed this movie, uh, Gizborou Sui, I believe, uh, is actually, like, he's had a long tenure in anime. Like, he started stuff. He was working on the 60s Astro Boy. Like, oh, he, Jesus. Uh, and he's done, uh, he's done a few Loop on the Third um films like um uh like he did i believe twilight of the, the secret of the twilight gemini is one uh i'm just looking through here uh he's done an adaptation of hinotori or phoenix which i guess is kind of a thing uh also also we will be we may at some point be seeing two of his uh movies that were based on uh kenji miyazawa um books uh nine the galactic railroad and the life of Midori gusko um but yes so you have someone who has done pretty high level work uh doing mm-hmm. this which it definitely it definitely does not feel like it feels definitely a step above an OVA um so yeah that's that's nice for a change yep uh but what were you going to say earlier i or what was it in relation to fuck i i forgot <laughs> but um, either way yeah, no, it's it's pretty early. It also helps with the plot itself. It tries to keep pretty light. Yeah, like, it's basically bisons up the shenanigans. And, like, the movie start. It's actually really weird. Like, Cammy is in the movie for, like, ten minutes? She kills a politician, then gets arrested. Yeah, and that's it. Uh, they also interrogate her. Don't forget that. Yep, there's there's also that. But, but it's that's it. Um, it also helps the fact that the framing of this movie actually, you know, weirdly makes it kind of makes sense in terms of like proper goodbye, good, good guy, bad guy, uh, quote unquote lore. Like the Street Fighter 2 had the like, if you consider who's good and who's bad, like it mixes it all around. Like Geef is not is technically on the good guy side. And like, yeah, like people are generally like on the right side. Uh, the only weird one that I can think of is I can't remember if T Hawk is T Hawk was a bad guy. He was a bad guy in this, but I can't remember if he's a bad guy in overall. I don't think he is. 
Uh, I but... don't know, but you don't want to think of him that way either. Yeah. No, actually, no, he's definitely a good guy because he wants to get he wants to get his line back that was taken over by Bison. Mm. Yeah. Uh, they also had DJ as a good guy in this one, which he appeared is... for like two fucking seconds. He appeared like two seconds, like Fei Long did. Like, wait, who voiced DJ? Uh, that was John Hammond. Uh, oh uh, wait, that was Bo Billings. Bo Billingsley. <laughs> okay, I see a problem with this voice list is that it lists what they were listed as. Okay, so let me actually go back and see. Okay, excuse me. Uh, Steve Bloom was in this. He voiced T-Hawk. Uh, he was listed. Yeah. Why did... The... Okay, Wikipedia, why do you list the... Why do you do this to me? Uh, so, I mean, it does have more uncommon voice actors. So, yeah. Um, yeah, that's really weird. I have to do that. Uh, nonetheless. Uh, but yeah. Like, DJ is a good guy. Uh, Blanca and Geef appear for, like, a side scene, and they were not, like, any yeah. main part. I, I will say, this movie is pure fan service, and so a lot of characters just appear just long enough to do their special, their special, yeah. and then yeah, we'll, they're gone. We'll, we'll get to the fan service in a bit. Um, uh, not that fan service. You know what I fucking yes. mean. Yeah, I, I, it's fan service in many ways, this movie. Um yeah, and like Dalsim appears for like fighting E Honda, who like they're basically considered like just like people who are fighting. Um, yeah, and then uh, then Dalsim pisses himself because he can sense Ryu nearby. Yep. Um, yeah, it's also another thing that's odd is that Ryu and Ken, while they play a lot a big part in this movie, they don't actually feel like the main characters of this movie. They're more used as like framing devices. Yeah, they're they're meant to push the plot along, but they're not like the main ones. Uh, but the main ones are actually uh, Chun Li and Guile, which I guess Chun Li because uh, I mean she is a pretty big part of Street Fighter lore, but also you know the female protagonist. There, also, real quick, people. she makes some really fucking good faces. Chun Li uh, is really expressive in that movie, and it's actually really good. The animation in this movie is really good. Um, also, I like that they portray uh, Guile as a complete asshole. He's a complete dick up until he isn't. Yeah. Um, which I feel is more fitting to the canon. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, and then Bison has uh, um, has uh, Sagat really doesn't appear a whole lot in the movie. Um, of any of like the bad like the trio like the trio bosses from uh the original street fighter 2 uh vega's the or vega is the only one that really makes a big impact uh, and he is in fact one of the probably the one of the more famous scenes in this movie um and yeah uh gets portrayed as a complete maniac mm -hmm. like he, yeah he is um and then park shows up some point i can't even remember when he showed up uh, he showed up a to talk about a cocaine deal, uh, and B he get the crazy eyes during a fight. I forget who with. Yeah, it's it's yeah, um, yeah, um, yeah. So yeah, like all the characters show up, and they are they're more like a lot of them are just like, oh hey, it's that character that we are feel ob obligatory like obligated to put in yeah remember that guy you like here here they are doing their their special they're super yep. yep um even akuma shows up 
Yeah, in, but like, he's just sitting in a corner. Yeah, he's just sitting in the corner doing nothing, which I feel is great. It's very uh, fitting. You couldn't see him attack at the end of the movie. Yep. Uh, I wonder if he... Te- that last scene in that movie is weird. Yeah, Where, you, we, can, we, can, we can save that. Yeah, let's save that for a bit at the end. Um, so yeah, is there anything else we want to kind of go over first? For, um, like... Not really if we're just talking about broad strokes. Yeah. Also, um, Shadow Law. Yeah, Shadow Law. Um, one thing I do want, uh, like, let's, I guess, like, well, okay, I think we kind of missed over kind of one part of the question. Uh, how do you like it? I quite enjoyed it. I thought it was a lot of fun to watch. It's just a bunch of people beating the shit out of each other, and that's all I really need from a Street Fighter movie, if I'm going to be honest. Yeah, it definitely, like, I, I, I liked it as well. Uh, I would definitely, it is definitely well produced. Um, it, it's not it, terribly yeah. complicated, but it doesn't need to be. Yeah, it's not like, I wouldn't say it's like, oh, it's like a masterpiece or anything. I would definitely say it is miles above several other game adaptation things. It's fun, um, Schlock. Yeah, it, it is a fun thing to have on the background. Um, yeah, so let's, I guess, kind of then move on to, uh, yeah, how, like, we've kind of gone over the characters, but how do you feel about how the characterization in this movie is? Uh, in general, they're pretty much characterized how they should be, at least as far as my Street Fighter knowledge goes, which isn't terribly extensive. But, uh, yeah, it's they all seemed actually pretty on point. I, as I said, I, Chun-Li was a lot of fun. Uh, I really lo- enjoyed all her expressions and how, just her personality in general. She probably got the most characterization yep. uh, of anyone in the movie. Yeah, Whereas Chun-Li- Ryu just climbed a bunch of fucking rocks. Though, I mean, to be fair, it's Ryu. Ryu has never gotten, like, the closest thing to a plotline they've gotten is basically him succumbing to, I forgot what the thing is, but the thing that makes him evil Ryu in later ones. Like, the Seth we Leo did get Violent Pro. Ken. Yeah, you got Violent Ken in a weird way. Um, we also got fucking Flowchart Ken. Yeah, yes, we did have a fight that was, he mostly did Shoryukens, which is great. Um, But... Yeah, it's like, of the characters that you could really work with, I guess, it's always the thing, it's like, I don't feel like, it makes sense of the characters for Chun-Li to interact with, I guess Guile is technically the one that would make more, like, actual sense, but it really doesn't, like, um, yeah, it, 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 Guile's kind of boring. He's the, he's, he's the dick with a heart of gold. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's the classic, he doesn't trust his partner until they prove themselves. Yeah. Um, yeah. In that, yeah, every character, like, the only one I feel like is slightly weird is E-Honda. Uh, I don't believe E-Honda was a, like, that kind of fighter. But he was super, super jovial, really. Like, I believe he is, but I don't remember. But then again, it might be just something I forgot. Um, also, he goes off to live on a giant rock in, with Ryu. Yeah, because it's like, oh, the we Japanese got to stick together. Yeah, and so they just live on a fucking straw hut on a giant rock that has a forest next to it, I guess. Yeah. Um, but yeah, also all the kind of little story beats that you wouldn't see in the game are in here. 
Faye Long being a movie star is in your DJ being a DJ is in there. Uh, you see Eliza a lot. Uh, like Eliza makes a, a lot of appearances in this movie, uh, who is uh, Ken's, I don't know if technically fiance, but Ken's girlfriend essentially makes an appearance in here a lot, which, and she's portrayed like she looks like she does. Like in every, that is the other thing. Everyone looks like they, like they should, even to the point where it doesn't make sense, like Chun Li always in her costume. Despite working for Interpol. Despite inter working for Interpol. Uh, it's also great because it's it's like uh, there's a scene where there's a bunch of people that are like in a fancy party. Uh, but then um, it's like, okay, where's the guy that's going to be in a Street Fighter clothes going to appear and like be really obvious? But and then that, you see Balrog. And then you see Balrog. Um, Who is unfortunate. Yeah. I guess they just decided not to have Balrog in there for like, I don't know, even a potential making it look like and or Mike Tyson. But yeah. But yeah, he was at the party though, talking about dealing cocaine. I guess it is kind of maybe closer to whatever. Um yeah. Uh it Vega just looks like Vega. It is kind of funny though, is that even in like the dub, like they try and subtitle certain things. Um, but, uh, it, you see a thing in the background that, uh, it's definitely Vega, but it's labeled as Balrog, which if you're not familiar with how names change from the Japanese to English version, uh, Balrog or Vega over here, uh, was called Balrog in Japan. So, yep, there's that fun stuff. Um, so yeah, uh, I guess that's kind of the character. There's not a whole lot of original characters outside of the robots, which are basically just like, techno sagats that are basically just used to um gauge people's fighting strength but they don't actually fight yeah they're just meant to be they're meant to be inconspicuous in the most inconspicuous way possible mm -hmm. it, it's really dumb i love that time when chun li kills one but there's another one just hanging out off in the distance just yeah it's like it's like oh yeah we found this one it's watching over you ha 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 uh and then there, there's just another one up top um so yeah, um, there is that. I think that uh, there's also like Bison has like a uh, thing, like a character. Um, Bison like, Bison. A, no, Bison had a um, like a sidekick thing as well. Kind of doesn't really do much. Mm -hmm. But yeah, uh, that's kind of the characters in this. Um, so, uh, I guess kind of a question, like, did you feel, do you feel overall that the characters like felt good? Uh, yeah, they were, they were pretty consistent actually. Yeah. I also, agree. And they did what they were supposed to do and acted how they should act, except for T-Hawk. Except for, as a T-Hawk main in Street Fighter 4, that especially annoys me, but. Just wounds you. Yes. Poor T-Hawk does not, never gets the recognition he deserves. T-Hawk got done dirty. Yes. They should do like the rumors and just in the net in Street Fighter Five, they bought him and just give him a gun. Because that was a that was that was a rumor that's been since Street Fighter Two, is that there's a, if you do a special input, he would just bring out a gun. Behold violent T Hawk. Yep. Uh so and I guess uh next question I've written down, uh how do you feel how do you feel about this compared to live action Street Fighter? Oh boy, this is a lot more consistent. 
Yeah. Yeah, this definitely feels like it's aiming to be Street Fighter, whereas the live action movie is like vaguely Street Fighter. It yeah, it's like it's Street Fighter the live action one's Street Fighter esque. Like it's the it's names almost, are there. It's like a parody almost. Like it's it's like it's not meant to be like a Street Fighter film. It's meant to be it's like a I don't want to say like I don't want to say it because I don't want to reduce it to that level, but it's like a robot chicken or like a some sort of sketch about Street Fighter rather than a Street Fighter thing. It does. It feels like a weird stereotype of Street Fighter. You're right. But this actually feels like a Street Fighter movie. Yeah. Much more than live action. Um, whether or not I well, I guess we'll talk talk about that when we t- actually rank this, but um I, I like if you were to give me both films in general, I feel like this is just a more general watch, but Street Fighter live action one hits very particular spots that you if you're in the mood for it, I would definitely watch that. A certain garbage charm. Yeah. Um, where this is just oh, it's a it's a general it's like a general movie. Um uh and yeah, did uh also did this make you understand Street Fighter lore at all? I guess as much as this movie can. Uh taught me that Chun Li and Ken both have terrible taste in music. <laughs> yeah, let's let's just talk about the soundtrack uh for let's, a bit. Okay, before we talk about the soundtrack, let's get fucking get get it taken care of just taken care of. We were talking about the fan service earlier. Yep. There is a very detailed shower scene with Chun Li in it. Chun Li, Chun Li, Chun Li. Yeah, it's also great because uh, that actually started a trend. Uh, that one scene, uh, which this movie is kind of notorious for, uh, actually started because you know there was OVAs on a bunch of other live act or a bunch of other fighting games. Uh, this one's kind of credited for having making it so that all those fighting games have OVAs have a scene similar to this. I know Tekken has one. I believe uh, one of the Fatal Fury ones has one. One surprise me if Art of Fighting had one. I don't think I don't think Samurai Showdown did. Um, but I'm also pretty sure that um I'm trying to think who else. Um yeah. Uh yeah I, I can't think of any off the top of it, but I know that it started a trend. Um and it it just felt weird. It did. Uh, it doesn't help that right after that shower scene is when Chun-Li gets attacked by uh, Vega. Yeah. Where it, he slowly tears apart her clothing. It's, yeah. Because uh, also the fact that she is like barely dressed also makes it so that there's a lot of panty shot scenes. But it, Yeah, bra it panties it, for, and for, a shirt. To, for my... The thing I will give that scene is that it makes sense for Chun-Li to do that. Like with her attacks, like I... You kind of can't shoot it in a way that doesn't give you those. No, but there was definitely some emphasis. It, 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 there's definitely emphasis, but I think it was about 50-50. Yeah. Uh, also, it gives it a tone, which I don't know if they were applying for, that it was a more than a norm, more than just like a killing assault. But uh, th- that has been... So if you are... Uh, if that is something that would bother you, there, like it's not never explicitly mentioned, but there has been people who refer to that scene as a potential sexual assault. doesn't help that, uh, what is it? Bison even mentions how Vega is fucking awful. So I think he's mentioned, like, I believe the word sadistic was used. Mm-hmm. So it, it, that is one thing to consider. Um, 
So there's that. Uh, also, the other thing we mentioned uh, is that in the U.S. version of this thing, uh, the soundtrack was changed. And uh, it's interesting. Um, let's see. Uh, I have the soundtrack listing right here. Uh, let's see. We have uh, Corn's Blind. Uh, Allison Chains Them Bones. Uh, yep, which nobody in the call knew except for me. Uh, Israel's Son by Silverchair, which is a band that I have never heard of. Or not, I definitely have heard of it. Uh, my brother actually really liked that band. Uh, but it's not one that I've heard in decades. Uh, and then you have In the Nurseries, uh, Hallucination, the Dream, the Dream World Mix, uh, Black Slash Note, uh, Evil Dancer, uh, K KMFDM's Ultra, uh, Smoking Suckers with Logic, because uh, I'm like that, uh, and in Intermix's Mantra, uh, which also, is... Also, the corn song is the credits theme. Yes. Uh, it's actually great because I'm looking at, like, the, the, the Japanese soundtrack looks like it was actually, like, some of the music was composed by Alpha Laya, which is uh, Capcom's actual sound team. So it actually had a more, like, true-to-form soundtrack, which I I have not heard that version, so I don't know how it is. But the the English version makes it really interesting. Um, so yeah, is there really anything else to talk about? Not really. I think we covered pretty much everything. Yeah, because the thing about this movie, it's 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 a good movie, and it's a good movie, but it's not much to it. Okay, it's Street Fighter. But you it's can Street watch Fighter. It. Yeah, it's, it's got a lot of fighting. Oh yeah. Also, there was. Don't forget uh, how your boy Bison fucking brainwashed Ken into violent Ken. Yeah, that that part was weird. Oh, also, there is actually two things I do want to talk about in terms of uh, things that are associated with the games. Mm -hmm. uh, so the beginning scene of this movie is Ryu fighting Sagat in a stormy field. Um, that there are actually a few stages in uh, later Capcom fighting games. Like I believe, I want to say SNK versus Capcom Chaos has a stage that is roughly like that. Uh, and also, certain versions of Street Fighter Two also have that stage. Um, God, I think there was a version of Street Fighter that Bear was streaming that actually had a stage that was an homage to that, and it was really bad looking. Oh, Street Fighter Five! Street Fighter Five has a stage that is like it. Uh, so that that scene gets referenced. The other one that is uh, also referenced is actually in Street Fighter Alpha. Uh, there is a special mode in the console versions of Street Fighter Alpha, like I think the series overall, uh, called the dramatic action uh, mode, which uh, has you and someone else, like it's a two player versus one player mode uh, where two, I believe two, like one player and two player take on a computer controlled bison or and Bison, who is much stronger. Um, and that is meant as a reference to the last scene in that movie. So, yeah. Uh, this movie did have an impact on the actual games. A little bit. Neat. Um, but yeah, other than that, there really isn't anything else to talk about, which is not a bad thing, but it's just... Yeah. Um, so, I guess we can go on to rank this. Yeah, sure. All right, uh, so we're going to rank this with our 1 to 21 scale, uh, one considered absolute mastercraft, 
Uh, and 21 considered, uh, don't even bother. It's not even fun to watch garbage. Uh, so, uh, I guess we'll do it like this. Torpo, what would you put it at? Uh, probably about a five. I'd say it's better than Mortal Kombat. Yeah, but... I, I could definitely agree with... like, Or maybe four, because it'd probably be on par with these. Yeah, because I'm, I'm looking at it like... Um, I definitely would say I would enjoy, I enjoy... I feel like this is a more coherent thing than Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat's good, but I feel like this actually is put together a little bit better. Because mm-hmm. uh, it, it is somewhat humorous. Uh, like I know the Mortal Kombat movie was going. So you actually have like that kind of element, but actually keep it in canon, which is actually mm-hmm. kind of interesting. Uh, so yeah, I would say four or five, I feel is uh, pretty good because on four, we have Merry Christmas, Mr. Lawrence and the East OVA. And at five, we have season one of Game Center CX. I'd say four. I think it's probably on the level of East. I think four is definitely uh, definitely good. Um, because if you look at three, we have Dirty Pair Project Eden, Ghost in the Shell, a Bugs Bunny Roadrunner movie, and Rote Dorado. I would definitely say that those are more enjoyable watches. So I think four is perfectly good. Yeah, fine by me. Okay, so we have Street Fighter 2, the animated movie. This is going to be episode 39. Uh, this, uh, this came out in 1995, I think. Uh, I thought it was... Okay. So it says 94 August. Let's see. It's listed as August 6, 1994. Okay. Yep. Uh, directed by, let me copy paste that name because I'm not going to be able to spell it because it has characters in it. Uh, let's see. This this was a theatrical movie. And uh, this is um, this is definitely a martial arts movie. And mm-hmm. yeah, it's and it's also the tone is definitely martial arts. Yep. Okay, so is there anything we... Um, also, I'm going to call out that one scene. Yikes. We didn't, yeah, we did. Well, uh, there's... I get, should we put yikes? Balrog. Okay, I'll put yikes. Um, uh, but also the assaults, which we gave for... I'm going to put it as a star for now. Um, okay, is there anything we want to call out in music? Uh, charm, cinematography, storytelling, action, or art? I would say charm, action, and art. Charm, action, and art? Yeah. What about you? Uh, charm. Like, it definitely looked good, and I think the action was pretty good. Uh, I think the music, I might put the camp. Yeah, if we're just talking the English version. Yeah, I'm going to put that there. Like, cinematography, it, like, it's fine, but it's not. It's workable. Or, but, yeah. And story, the story is the story. Story is bare bones. Uh, I would also almost argue made with abundant love. Um, but I I would could argue the other way too. I would argue that it's right, just maybe the tail end below. Makes love. So it's like it's it's getting close, but I don't. I wouldn't say it's quite there yet. Okay. Yeah. Uh, otherwise, I think that's fine. I think it's fine because the length was fine, and I don't think there's really anything else to call out about it. Yep. Not really. So yeah, uh, that was Street Fighter Two, the animated movie. Uh, so before we talk about what we're doing next, uh, Torpo, is there anything you want to plug? Uh, Twitch.tv slash Torpotypist and at Torpotypist on Twitter. Um, I, I guess I'd like to plug the whole left by these other commentators. Yes. Yeah, unfortunately, we just had a, we had some uh, scheduling issues. That kind yeah, of... things happen. Things People happen. People have lives. Yep. Um, 
So uh, with that, uh, the next thing we're going to talk about is also going to be another just me and Torpo talk. Because uh, next week we're talking about Space Cobra. Uh, based on uh, we did a PS1 Cobra game. Uh, but I feel a lot of people in our kind of circle, our kind of sphere of internet dumb uh, are familiar with the Retroprice series. And one of their more famous long play ones uh, was on a Sega CD game based on this franchise, which I feel that game did this franchise incredibly dirty. Um, but yeah, we're going to be talking about that uh, next week. Uh, well, we're going to be talking about the TV series for it that's just called Space Cobra. We're going to be talking about the first part of there are two major arcs that are covered in that Sega CD game, uh, which we will be discussing uh, that. Um, so, um, because the entire thing is like 30 episodes long, uh, so we're just going to do this first part for now. Um, but yeah, so I guess with that, thank you all for listening. Mm. If you would like to look at the full list of rankings for yourself, please visit r3.ldp.life and go to the Media Delta List tab. If you would like to watch Media Delta's sister show, Retro Rank Rhapsody, you can either watch at youtube.ldp.life or by tuning into twitch.tv slash lodapuzzlo at 7.30pm on Fridays, 2.30pm on Saturdays, and 1pm on Sundays. All those times are from the Eastern U.S. time zone. If you would like to discuss this episode with the community, you can do so by joining our Discord server, which you can do so by going to discord.ldp.life. Thank you again for listening, and I hope you tune in for our next episode.